What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q11 edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q11s, what I like to do is interview people to expose my audience to new things. I talk to authors, entrepreneurs, entertainers, counselors, other podcasters, and sometimes just your everyday person who just has something to say about a particular topic. So it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story. What sparked a passion to choose a certain career or what inspired them to write that book? Or why is this person so opinionated about a particular topic? So just sit back and enjoy the show and please be encouraged to share. A lot of my guests, much like myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth. So the more that you share, like or comment on a social media post, then the more you can help me grow the show. And it also gives more support to the people that I bring on the show who are looking to get their services, products, and talents out to the masses. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right, everyone. I want to thank you for joining the show. And, you know, technology is awesome. Anyone who knows me knows that I love my electronic gadgets. However, what have these devices of entertainment and convenience done to us as a society? How is it that we find ourselves at times shunning our responsibilities and priorities just so we can watch one more YouTube video or scroll a little longer on Instagram? Well, my guest may have some insights into all of that. He once spent five days in North Korea, hitchhiked across Kazakhstan, and spent three weeks in the woods of Tasmania. Why? I have no idea, but I'm going to ask him. He's the CEO of the social podcasting at Sanctify FM, residing in England. Please welcome Mr. Sam Harris to the Talk to Q radio show. Sam, how's it going? That's great. That's a lovely introduction. Thanks, Key. All right. I appreciate you taking the time. Now, I'll be honest. um, I don't know where to start with you. I mean, you've done so much in your life. And I guess I'll start with what I mentioned in the introduction, the trip to North Korea, Kazakhstan and Tasmania. I mean, what was that all about? How'd that come about? I I guess just opportunistically curious to just try different things. Um, So they were all actually in the space of the same year, uh, thereabouts. And the first one was the hitchhike across Kazakhstan. I was launching a company in Hong Kong. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to be serious and stop doing all this like stupid travel things if I'm running this business. So on the way there, I realized that before like we took our funding, I had like a few weeks um, window and I could take the plane straight to Hong Kong or I could take a plane to one side of Kazakhstan, hitchhike across it and then take the plane to Hong Kong afterwards and was like, well, it costs less money and it's going to be really fun. And I get to like... I don't know, see what the hell's going on there. I've never really been to Kazakhstan and been that part of the world. So I did that. And then the company that I started in Hong Kong kind of failed. And so I had some time to myself whilst on the other side of the world and was in Asia and things. And so I've been reading about North Korea and stuff. I was like, oh, I'm close. Let's work out if I can get there. Worked out that you can get there. And it wasn't too difficult. And um, yeah, so I booked that out. And you still had to like wait like six months for like all the visas and things and sort of still in the area so uh, i went down to australia for a while to see my sister but i was near tasmania and made some other friends that were going to this sort of hippie festival thing and was like yeah i'll go live live in the woods for three weeks without any technology with you guys Uh, so just just being really random i guess and i like um 
when you have like two opportunities in front of you and one's like a really stupidly interesting thing to have said you've done versus well it's a bit easier for you to do this other thing like try and always optimize for like the more interesting story as in well same like if someone like pulls up on the side of the road and like so yeah you can like get in this car and go do some crazy shit or you can just sort of carry on with your day because you're about to just go home because you've done your shopping it's like well yeah i've got my shopping i want to do this thing but actually someone's gonna take you out like on a night of gambling you've never met or something it's just really stupid like just do the stupid things sometimes and just be adventurous <laughs> wasn't the best example but you know what i mean as in life's kind of short you may as well have fun yeah and you've definitely done that i mean you've done things from climbing the matterhorn which is a very dangerous mm. um, mountain and you've done stand-up comedy and we all know that uh being in front of people is also kind of scary. Have you always yes. had the type of mindset to be adventurous? Um, I mean, because you've done things that have been relatively dangerous. You, you've almost died a few times. Yeah, I... Well, I mean, I was really shy as a child. So the whole like standing up in front of people talking, I was not good at. So I think uh, at 16, we have like your English exams or one of them, you have to give a speech. And like I, I pretended to have lost my actual speech prompts so that I could just sit down halfway through and just stop talking because I was just like murdering it so badly and was so like, embarrassed in the entire process. Um, so I wasn't necessarily always good at doing things completely out, out of my comfort zone, but I've always been very bored within my comfort zone. So whatever I am good at, I've never been too interested in. I've always wanted to push it a, a little bit. I just got better at pushing it more and more to the point where it's like, I kind of like being out of my depth quite a lot. And the more time you spend out of your depth, what your depth is kind of rises. So you have to keep on going further and further, I guess. Uh, so yeah, yes and no in answer to that. <laughs> I mean, so at what age did that kind of click for you to start uh, taking more chances? Well, I mean, I was always taking chances. Just the, they sounded a bit cooler as I got older, I guess. As, I mean, <laughs> as a kid, I was pretty content uh, in myself. I didn't speak a lot, but I was always climbing things or just off in my own world doing things that were like adventurous to me at least uh, so yeah I was kind of always doing it but then I guess when I was 18 um, I had like a gap year which is after you finish college you can then um, have a year off to travel the world and things before you then go to um, university so on there I I took a job for a few months to earn some money and then I, I took like a one-way ticket to the Caribbean um, to go like sailing and things and that was like a bit adventurous and within the first week it went completely tits up and the guy I was with was quite abusive and stuff and I had to like run away from this boat and I obviously had the option to like calling my mum and going back home straight away but I was like well that's the last thing I'm going to do I just sort of had to work it out and within a week I'd managed to find like some other jobs on different yachts and ended up being paid really well to sail around the Caribbean and it was like oh wait this really bad thing turned into like this really awesome thing and it definitely I definitely kind of taught me that like when scary bad things happen it's usually just sticking with it and they become much better and that certainly happened a few other times as in later on that year i was arrested in paraguay like like illegally speaking as in they shouldn't have arrested me but at the time you know you're in jail being like oh god this is the worst thing that could be happening and then i kind of stuck to my guns of being like i really haven't done anything wrong and like sort of i think like four hours later i was finally let out of prison and it went from being like, okay, this is the worst situation. I have no idea how I'm going to get out of this to being like, oh, that's completely fine. Nothing really went wrong. Went wrong. And you're like, okay, 
things can be really, really bad, but you still sort of somehow get out of them. And it kind of felt a bit like I'd fallen off like a skyscraper, but then I just bounced off the floor or something and like was completely fine. And you just sort of stop being quite so scared about things, I guess, um, when that happens. So I think that probably did push me to be a bit more adventurous than I was as a, as a kid. And that exposed you to a lot. I mean, you've seen so much in your in your young life, and mm. I don't know if your advent if your adventures allow you to be more creative. I guess because of the nature of what you do, as far as you know, spending time alone or taking a hike through the woods, climbing the mountain, or something of that nature. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of us stunt our own creativity due to distractions, and technology is a huge distraction. And you did a talk once about mindless behavior. I think the name mm. of the speech was the genius, the genius you need to listen to is yourself. You spoke yeah. about how people can't even go 10 minutes on the toilet without pulling out their phones. I mean, so mm. why do you think that we can no longer spend time with our own thoughts anymore these days? It's uh especially like it's become a natural behavior as in like our mobile phones become basically an extension of ourselves so if we just go out for a walk or anything we have like pretty severe anxiety if we don't have like our phone near us and then we just when whenever you go through like you're doing something whether it's watching tv or on a call or something you have this like transition period into like the next thing that you're doing where you're like you're not quite sure what to do and with a mobile phone, it's got so many, it's like an infinite to-do list of stuff for you with distractions and things, because you have that permanently on you and you're not quite sure what to do next. You just instantly go straight to that. And then there's plenty of things on it. There's always more notifications and more things to read in your Instagram, et cetera. And if you've like queued up your blogs on Pocket or if you've got like podcasts, it's just more and more stuff that you can like be occupying your brain with. Where So you don't ever have that moment of like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'll just think about like how to problem solve like these things in my life or try and like come up with ideas. And ideas don't usually happen like straight away of like, oh, I'm going to think about this and then the idea will appear. You kind of need to spend some time being bored with yourself for good ideas to happen. And that's when like boredom is usually when you're creative, but you have this device that's permanently there to solve your boredom and occupy your brain. So you're never really like spending that much time letting it do the work that it needs to do to be creative to solve your own problems or to like think of ideas to change the world and stuff so it's it's very limiting to your actual potential to have that with you constantly i mean i can only imagine how different the world would be if some of the famous inventors from the past had distractions like we do today mm. i i mean would we even have the things that we have today if some of those people were distracted <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, an, it's quite interesting. Like, yeah, so I think in my speech I spoke about sort of Darwin would sort of work really concentrated all morning and he'd just go for a really long walk every afternoon by himself just to sort of think about like everything he'd been like learning earlier and really sort of thought about stuff or like Einstein, what would he, would he if he was just on Candy Crush every time he got bored or got stuck on a problem, <laughs> would he have like got that far? It's, and I think, yeah, some people maybe not. And well, this might sound a bit, Rude, but certainly I, I noticed before I'd quit social media that all of my friends, the first friends that I noticed that quit social media were like the most intelligent people I knew. And they had like better things to be occupying themselves with because I guess, mm -hmm. so I wasn't sure. So I don't know if like Einstein would really have been on Candy Crush that much, but you know what I mean? There's still, um, 
you're not even letting yourself have the capacity to even be a genius if you sort of just constantly just doing the stupid things. Uh, so it's like, how seriously do you take yourself? Yeah, like, you, yeah. You, you're kind of making me rethink my love for Candy Crush right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good app, to be fair. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of companies benefit from our distraction with, mm. you know, our phones. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how that plays a role in the fact that we that everyone has phones now and that there's so much um, entertainment and so many conveniences with the phone is really all a ploy kind of like for marketing reasons, right? Yeah, it's essentially like the attention economy is um, the more time you spend in that person's app, the more ads they can show you, the more money they can make. So they're not really optimizing for like your best life as a user. They're optimizing for their most money, which is two different things. So it's not great if you're using, especially any services where like it's completely free and like so therefore you are actually the product rather than it being something you paid for. Whereas if it's something that's you've paid for specifically just to help you do a specific function, then that's probably not going to be such a problem. But um, yeah, basically Facebook, whatever, these kind of apps, they they just want to, they make more money the more time that you're in the app. So they, they will show you content that is like divisive or will trigger you to be in the app for longer. And it's like really exciting rather than the most useful thing for you to know about like your friends, like who's doing what it's more going to be like, okay, which of your friends is the biggest nutter and is going to make you feel weird and spend more time in the app because they said some weird stuff. Um, and that's not necessarily the best conversation for you to have right now. And you could have a lovely evening just knowing that your mates had a baby and that's it. Or you could have like a really weird evening with like, oh, my friend's gone crazy and is doing this odd stuff and it would just like panic you out and stress you and it doesn't even matter. And you could just be completely unaware about these things. Like you don't need that stuff in your life. So yeah, it's a bit of a problem. And so things like eradicating a news feed is, is a good start when it comes to social media. But um, yeah, there's just so much stuff within that, which is why it's never been the easiest one to say like this is exactly what you should go and do but certainly on the social media side it's a bit more easy to say just don't pay so much attention to a news feed or you there's like these cool things now where you can um retrain uh the algorithms that like follow you in, into what you're interested in by just like clicking on different stuff all the time and you mm -hmm. can like install a thing that will just click on like a million different ads so it can't even track like what ads you're clicking on and stuff but um i'm already going on to tangents so I'll let you ask a question to steer us back on. <laughs> no, not at all. I think it's very interesting. And um, you mentioned that you, you've quit social media. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily the answer for everyone, but oh. do you have any recommendations as far as what people can do? Um, suggestions uh, of a daily routine that would allow them to free their mind, at least temporarily, mm -hmm. if not more? I mean, I haven't completely quit social media. I, I'm hardly the uh, patron saint of uh, optimal phone use uh wish i was but um definitely not checking it straight away first thing is a good start and then i said uh maybe not having it on your phone is a good one i don't have social media on my phone and so like on okay. the desktop you have a bit more control because you can use um plugins that like do remove the news feed so if you go onto facebook you only see the notifications and you can just go to what's relevant for you and then like miss all like the random weird updates that you don't need to see um or using schedulers if you if you care about posting things 
try and use things like later.com or buffer to sort of do some of your posting for you so you don't need to be distracted by stuff and then scheduling because it, it, it can be nice as you know it's still entertaining to go onto youtube and watch stuff now and then and it's perfectly nice to be social and see what your friends are doing and i wouldn't say it's completely it's a bad thing it's just having control around it and so mm. not letting it be your default i'm not quite sure what to do i'm going to this it's more like okay this is my day these are my tasks i'm going to do this this and this 4 30 i feel a bit like low on energy it, i actually quite enjoy just scrolling instagram for like 20 minutes and i actually schedule that as a thing to do is some downtime that is like it can recharge you it can be fine it's just is it draining you if you're doing it all the time because you're not actually sort of stopping to think about things and so yeah just boxing things to the right time zone of when you should be doing it is like the most powerful when it comes to social i think okay i think that's pretty good advice and because it can be a distraction it really can i mean mm. advancements in technology was once for entertainment and convenience purposes but now they're used pretty much strictly to make money cell phones aren't just for voice conversations anymore they're they're like a portal to ad advertisements and even tv is not about entertainment these days so many tvs want to shock you into watching it like reality tv they'll show people fighting mm. or 600 pound woman or um you know people falling off of skateboards they want to grab your attention and use your own curiosity against you and they do such a great job and one of the reasons i created my podcast is to give people exposure to new things and not to tell them that my way is right or maybe my guests what they're saying is right but to allow them to hear a different perspective and give them an opportunity to make their own decisions and i know that you have a couple of podcasts yourself um hmm. wiser than yesterday and the growth mindset podcast can you tell us yeah. a little bit about what they're about sure so the wiser than yesterday podcast is one that i just run with my friend and we read a non-fiction book a week or something ideally to make us smarter and then we basically talk about the book what we learned from it how it changes our life or not and we rate and review it and you can just sort of yeah, learn from from books by listening to us and so we generally stick to seasons so this current season we're recording at the moment we're all doing all about the body like um we've read the uh, books about like metabolism how to breathe properly how to live forever that kind of stuff um before we've done books on like a series on philosophy we did a series on like racism and um just like trying to stick to like different areas that you can kind of become a bit more of an expert and if you listen to each season that we do and um, feel a bit more knowledgeable, so be a bit wiser than yesterday. And then the Growth Mindset podcast is just uh, a fun project where I try and find really inspiring people and interview them about their journeys and their life lessons. So I've had like really well semi-famous people, like founders of Skype or Shazam and stuff, or have interviewed a hitman. Um, so wow. really varied guests. <laughs> just because I feel. I guess it's as much for myself as in that I like variety. And I mean, probably as a show, it might have really made some more sense to um, be like specifically just only interview like CEOs of businesses or something. As a listener, you'd know what you're getting. But uh, as a listener myself or something, I, I kind of prefer the variety, the same as you have in your show. If you, you go like very eclectic of stuff, because I think it's much more interesting to go broad. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of what I've done with that. And then uh, I also do 
shorter episodes myself where I just sort of give like a lesson on something that I'm thinking about now and then because um, it's good to do that, I guess. <laughs> I spend all this time learning about things. It's nice to actually sort of turn that knowledge into something that other people can access. All right. It definitely sounds interesting. And so a few more questions. We'll wrap things up. Uh, you mentioned CEOs and you're the CEO and co-founder of Sanctify FM. Can you tell us what that is? Sure, I can. It's it's a, it's a new social media app, having spoken about how much I hate social media. Hilarious. Uh, where we're trying to change the nature of social media. So instead of talking about yourself and things on normal social media, it's more about the media you're talking about that. So the media isn't you, it's you're, you're having conversations around media that you enjoy. So kind of like with the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast, where I talk about books with my co-host, is it allows people to connect over podcasts and just talk about the podcast that they enjoy. And so it's a social app where you can find your friends, but then you get to listen to podcasts. So you can listen together or you can see what your friends have been listening to and like chat with them and like the show hosts hypothetically will be on there. So Q, you've got a, a login now. So if you have any like comments on like, any of the episodes, you can just sort of chat there and like, you can actually sort of talk to the host, which is really nice. And I think makes it a bit more interesting. And um, yeah, it's just a nice place to kind of just be yourself where you don't have to think about like how you're performing. You can just sort of get engaged with what you're interested in, whatever that may be, find other people, find your friends and just like a more natural way. And then I guess the other side was that I just found that when I'm listening to podcasts, I don't always know what to listen to or what's good. And if you've got your friends in the app and they can tell you what they're enjoying, it's like suddenly it's so much easier to discover stuff. So I find that really useful for discovery. And um, yeah, it's nice. I quite like it, which is convenient because I've bloody built it. It'd be a bit crap if I didn't like it. But yeah, I'm enjoying the app and I think other people would too. And what inspired you to create it? So part of why I started the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast was, again, just learning. I found um, I learn a lot more when I talk about things. So I, I love listening to podcasts for learning and finding out about stuff. But it's like it's a one way route of information. It's like something goes into my brain and I have nothing to do with it. Like it just kind of gets forgotten. And, you know, I can listen to sort of five episodes in a day sometimes if I go on a long run or a walk, but I can't even remember half of what I listen to. And it seems a bit almost pointless when I start thinking about it. Whereas if you're able to talk with people, that's then taking the information that's gone in and then you have to think about it and then work out how to sort of put that information out and like explain what your thoughts were and stuff. And so that's actually, it's a really important part of the learning process is being able to explain what you know. So partly to look to learn better yourself and then secondly you get to see what other people's opinions are on things which teaches you even more because she gives you like a more diverse set of opinions on like the singular focus of subject that you are on so that's good and then also just discovery is nice as i as i mentioned and um and then being social because i don't enjoy social media that much i don't like talking about myself or like constantly trying to portray how i, I am and like it just you can spend too much time thinking about how you're coming across which i don't think is really that healthy and you kind of worrying about stuff whereas it's nice to just spend time with my friends naturally being me and that's what i miss and I, that's what i want my phone to give me but it doesn't really give me with current social media so i wanted to create a place where i can actually stay connected with my friends and talk to them about things 
but in like a more natural way. And so, yeah, those are the main areas that I wanted to be solving. And was like, cool, I listen to podcasts a lot. Why not? Why can't my friends be here? And why can't we just be normal? And so that's where the idea came from. Well, I think it's really interesting and I look forward to using it more in the future. I mean, I've enjoyed the interaction so far. I've met a few people already. And where can people find your podcast? Where can they get on board with Syncify and even connect with you on social media? Sure. So yeah, Syncify.fm is the uh, URL for the company Syncify. So if you go there, you can create a login. You can um, use the download app links and, and get involved. Uh, and then you can find me. I think my username is just Sam. So you can follow me there and tag me in an episode or anything. Uh, you can find all of my podcasts in Syncify as well. because they're under my profile, the same as uh, with Keep. Um, but then in other places to find my podcasts, they are Wiser Than Yesterday podcast for if you're into books and learning from them or Growth Mindset podcast. Uh, again, you can find the website or in any decent podcast player. Although Syncify is probably a better one if you want to use that one. <laughs> um, something else. Oh, yeah. Then my social medias. So, I mean, I have LinkedIn. So maybe if you type Sam Harris Syncify, you'd find me. Then um, Instagram, Sam Jam Harris, uh, which is a name that I have just because my sister calls me Sam Jam. Uh, <laughs> there we go. And I like making music. So it kind of made sense. Okay. So I have that one. I mean, I might not message you back very instantly on, on social media, but um, I post occasionally and log in occasionally. So, yeah, it'll get to me eventually. All right. Well, look, Sam, I truly appreciate you taking the time to join the Q on One um, podcast edition of the Talk to Q radio show. I'll be sure to have links to uh, your podcast and Syncify as well on my website so people can have easy access to to find it and um, i truly hope that we can do this again someday i mean you're, you're such an interesting person there's so much we could talk about um just me being curious about some of your world travels and things of that nature i mean you've mentioned what sure. paraguay and my goodness yeah, yeah. and just you know north korea just all over the world and so uh hopefully we can try to schedule some time in the future and talk a little more sure. Yeah, I'm happy to debate. I mean, I've been reading a lot of philosophy, as you know, so I'm always up for like a debate on like <laughs> the future yeah. of the world, AI, I don't know. Okay. Uh, live a good life, these things. Um, yeah, that'd be great All fun. Right. Cool. We can do that. We can definitely do that. So if you can ha hang backstage for me for a moment, I'll go ahead and shut down the show. Thanks. Ben. All right. And I appreciate Sam for joining us. And that's going to do it, people. Be sure to find me on Facebook by searching for Talk to Q and enjoy the rest of your day. All right.